now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Christy and Matt. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 797, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mouse Capades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Chrissy, Vicki, or me, Matt, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. Last fall, we added a Say It Isn't So section to our Rumors and News show, or as Brad likes to call it, say it ain't so. I've had the Weezer song going through my head all day. (laughs) (laughs) Except now there are so many of these stories. We're just gonna go ahead and hire a show. Hold on tight while we try to shock you with some of the crazy. So uh, I think that why I ever, or I shouldn't be amazed ever when I read some of these stories, because I'm just like, really? But this one happened on Christmas Eve in 2022 in Florida at Epcot. Apparently this man was scaring guests. His loud use of profanity, screaming and arguing with employees in the restaurant disrupted the patrons and business from normal operations. Families had to veer out of the way. And at one point a grandmother had to grab her child and physically pull her away from his direction, according to the Orange County Sheriff's report that detailed this public spectacle. So the man's name is Dakota Horger, 27. You haven't lived much, Mr. Horger, so what a way to go at 27. Uh, He was charged with battery and disorderly conduct. And although prosecutors decided on January 20th not to pursue criminal charges, Horger was in, I think they should have, you guys can judge. Horger was in the Rose and Crown pub at the UK Pavilion Disney uh, complained he and another woman were causing quite a little scene in the restaurant. And that restaurant is kind of quiet to me anyway. When a Disney manager intervened, Horger acted belligerent, loud, and appeared to be intoxicated, then refused to leave when Disney tried to kick him out several times, his arrest report said. Horger's behavior, including screaming at the Disney security, because that's always a good idea, and hitting one of the security officers with a cardboard poster container and taking off some of his clothes to disguise his appearance. And how does that do that? I didn't get that. And the cardboard container they're talking about, I've never seen these at Disney. You probably did, Chris, because you worked there, but you got to think back to the Brady Bunch when they went to a right. park. Those are the little hardcore tubes. Yeah, it's like what yeah, they- Yeah, I've got several in, in my basement with posters that I haven't hung up. Okay, well, then you do know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's what he was hitting people off with this poster uh, container, I guess, that he bought a Disney poster with. Oh, people, you're killing me already. An Orange County Sheriff was called at 930 to help. And he said, we began escorting Horger in the front of the park the entire time he was cursing, yelling at deputy sheriffs and Disney employees. Guests had to move out of his way since he was causing the scene in public, disrupting families and Disney World. Horger was told several times by Disney security he was not being trespassed and had to leave and was not welcome back. That's what the sheriff's report said, by the way. Horger refused to leave and said he wouldn't walk or take an Uber or a taxi. He kept arguing until they had to arrest him. So, hello? He was just acting like a loud, obnoxious jerk in the restaurant and wouldn't stop. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Yeah, this is is normal nowadays. I mean, goodness gracious. And then he was 
hitting the poor security. I mean, the poor security guard with the cardboard tube. That's assault. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he then he's trying to evade them by by disguising himself. So. Right, like I, I picture like Beavis and Butthead when when the one would like pull his shirt over his head. Cornholio. 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 That's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he, he just should have been like kicked out immediately. Right. I can't believe they let this this fester. <laughs> right. Like they they were just bringing attention to it. Yeah, public intoxication, battery. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it boils down to. Ding dong. Like, if I did this, I'd have got locked up so quick. I know it kills me how some people just seem to squeeze by. It's good. It's like the, it's like the the moral of the story here with all the not the moral of the story, the connecting pattern we're hearing about in some of these. All right, my turn for say it ain't so happened at Disney's Beach Club Resort, which is a beautiful deluxe resort. So you would think people would know how to handle themselves a little bit more, but wrong again. Antonio Acosta accosted someone. No, so Antonio Acosta <laughs> took his group of 11 out to eat at Walt Disney World on Halloween night, but his dinner wasn't going as planned. From what Disney could tell, Acosta wanted his entire party to be gathered and grouped together. Did I mention that Mr. Acosta is a DVC owner? Acosta was seen by other cast members and guests shoving another cast member with two hands, full shove, while saying, thanks so much for your hospitality, we won't be back. Acosta, age 71, was described as a heavy build, wearing glasses, and a striped polo shirt. It's unclear where he lives, authorities were able to identify him but he was not arrested and did not face any immediate punishment. Disney's management declined to charge him at this time because he's a DVC member and with his holding his status and this being his home resort. And they stated that they needed their legal team to review this before they made a decision. The employee who was pushed uh, was identified as unknown because it wasn't released in the report and he's declining to press charges against Mr. Acosta. Um, Again, just getting like slapped on the wrist because of his status as a DVC member. Like, so moral of the story is, when I stay at Old Key West, I can just start shoving people at Olivia's because that's where we're owners, our home resort for thirty years. You feel free to do whatever you want. Right, I'm going to just start saying, "Thanks so much for your hospitality. We won't be back." I'm gonna put on some heavy metal music and just start a mosh pit with- Right, hey, you've been there, done that. Yep. <sighs> I mean, obviously they're like, okay, there's gonna be some legal repercussions. If we trespass him, he won't be able to come back. They're just worried. Is it like they're just worried about losing money or are they worried about making a call they don't know how to make? I mean, I hope- I'm hoping it's more the latter. I hope that the team comes back and they're like, boot him, you're done. Here's your, your membership's void. Here's what- you had left to pay goodbye, but they won't. Because no matter how much you pay in annual dues and how much you've paid for your contract, it it can't, no, it, it doesn't justify. No. Guaranteed he's done this before. This stuff makes me so mad. Not not saying that, you know, at my age or whether you're, you're 21, 41, but 71 years old, it means he probably had grandchildren with him. Oh, probably. What an example. Or he had all his friends that he was trying to show off with. True, true. Because um, I loved my dad, but, or, well, I love my dad, but 
he always wanted to be the big man and that's because that's how my grandpa was and wanted to look like the big one you know everywhere we went sliding the people twenty dollars to let us you know that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. i think it got worse as he got older so to me it sounds like that's what this guy's always done and i don't know where he lives again and i don't want to <laughs> you know i've said this before you can come after me i don't know who the people are but my grandpa was in the mafia i do know that and that's the kind of stuff that sounds like the people that are in the mafia that they're like well i'll just take care of them and that's what makes me think hmm it's his home he gets to do whatever he wants he must be in the mafia a mafia member would have more class than to to, to bring himself to that lower of a level true he'd have someone else do it for him exactly <laughs> but like i mean the words like all like these, this story and the last one zero accountability like i hate how this society's falling apart with accountability like right and what's going to prevent someone else from doing it i mean there's no consequence for this i'm not even going to say gentleman for this thug this old thug <laughs> to do this at a nice restaurant at a nice resort so what's going to prevent someone else from doing it again nothing happened to him so what's going to prevent somebody else from doing it if you show a target employee like that you would be arrested hands down oh sure well i want to know what they did to that cast member because you know somebody said something to that cast member like you're not pressing charges i agree with that 100 <laughs> percent. and then that i mean that that makes me sad for the cast member too yeah. because because i mean who i mean it could have been a, a shove and grant they might not have been but then what's going to happen if something happens where they're hurt or uh, what this scares them into not giving them a voice right you know but i mean a two-handed shove that is aggression like that's not just like like a slap on the shoulder yes that's like, bam thanks. right oh and where are the people like if i saw something like that go down i would be like hold up buddy like they were they were probably videoing it on their phones oh look at this you cast member assaulted by a 71 year old man <laughs> TikTok. surprise we haven't seen it on on social media maybe we should search for it oh right just true didn't think to look well and this is very funny the story that i'm going to report on my co-worker slash work bestie slash friend that i've known for a very very long time we were just talking about that this this morning because she actually has a photo of her son who is in first grade touching this artifact at Disneyland. Oh, no, you're kidding. No, no. And she said it wasn't her son. She promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we mentioned on Wednesday's Rumors and News show, Disneyland's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway just opened this past weekend. Uh, and my friend and her family were there. Well, it seems that a guest has sticky fingers. They are already missing a pepper shaker from the queue. She said their queue is amazing. It's really, really cute. And I, I know we talked about it. it it's so cute. Um, well, while this pepper shaker may not seem like a big deal, it was ripped right off the queue and you can see where it was bolted to the condiment station. After Disney investigated, they found out that a child was the one that broke the pepper shaker off of the condiment station. The parent did get Give the pepper shaker to a cast member on their way out of the ride and someone reattached it overnight while we appreciate uh, appreciate that the item was returned we are asking parents to please make sure you're watching your children and it, it was very funny because my my co-worker and friend she said can you believe it somebody stole the pepper shaker and she said we have a picture of joey touching that pepper shaker and i swear to you it wasn't him 
And I said, oh no, but they returned it. Cause I, you know, read the story. And I said, oh no, the parent returned it. And she's like, oh, well, that's so good. I, you know, I didn't hear that. Um, but just, I thought that was kind of funny. I guess it just means that they needed to bolt it down better. Cause if a kid could do it. It was bolted down. Right, I mean, was the kid like hang? I mean, I didn't even see, she. I didn't even think to ask her to show me the picture of her kid, like touching the salt and pepper. I mean, I'm wondering if they were like hanging from it. Like, you know, a kid, like if it was like, if they were hanging from it, like and pulling their body weight from it, maybe. Okay, then maybe so. But my point would be here, back to when they opened Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios, and even adults were picking the stuff off the walls. Right. Do you remember that? In the wallpaper. Right. They had to take that completely down, right? Yeah, then they redid it. They did take it down and redid it, but I'm also wondering if they're not curing it properly because there were still bubbled pieces. Right, like they may be rushed. Yeah, if it's bu- if it's bubble, there's just a, a spot where like the paste didn't go or when they were smoothing it out, they missed the air. Cause you're supposed to smoothie out all those air bubbles from years of doing this. Uh, so that was just, you know, fault of the installer. Shame on him. Well, I mean, we just, they didn't prime ours. They, they charged our district for prime walls and then painted our walls. And then when the kids got back, not saying it's right or wrong, cause we got onto the kids, but it bubbled. And so once it bubbled, then someone started picking. And so I'm we had- I'm gonna start picking and I'm an adult. Well, that's what we were saying. <laughs> we're sitting in the bathroom and there's just this little bubble and it's just telling you to pull on it. Well, we're not kid. I mean, we're adults and we're thinking that. So they had to come fix it. But bottom line, don't lie. Do not lie. I'm, I'm going to have to look at, I'm going to ask her tomorrow when I see her to uh, take a look at that picture because I want to see these salt and pepper shakers. I want to see like how they're positioned and how like the size of them. Like maybe if the kid was holding on to them and like pulled or something. I would have thought he'd be hanging on, or she or whatever, we're hanging on both of them. I don't know. But my point is it's there for all of us to enjoy. And the first weekend it's open, we've already destroyed one part. Oh, absolutely. Because kids just, kids. it's like a playground. It's not a playground. Well, right. Exactly. Exactly. But parents let their kids hang on things like it's playground. Yeah. If it's not yours, keep your hands off of it. It's like- Yet another reason why they should, they should not have gotten rid of, rid of uh, the playground. The Honey, I Shrink the Kids playground. Right. Let them burn off some of that energy. They should have let it there. You just said something that made me think of a story we talked about. Oh, we talked about how some things were labeled wrong at the 100th on Wednesday show. Chrissy, do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently more than us and some vloggers figured it out because they've already had to replace some other stuff too. That oh, they yeah. Some of the big banners had wrong dates on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm like who the, proofed oh, this Matterhorn stuff? bobsled dates. Oh, there, there was all sorts of chatter. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's bad enough. You got Walt's quote, but you don't even, who's checking this stuff? And were you sipping they some said cider? Dave Smith would be rolling in his grave. <laughs> They're like Steve Disney. Well, I just was like, this is crazy. But yeah. I'm glad they fixed it. Yes. All right. So again, we're still at the 100th celebration opening week. 
some brilliant guest thought it would be a good idea to bring a sparkling firework into the park for their pictures in front of Sleeping Beauty's Castle. And the firework was on the firework was on top of a Mickey inspired cake. And as the guest posed, a guest services cast member, who just happened to be wearing a plaid jacket, by the way, walked by and stopped them while on the phone for secu- with security. They were calling to report the whole situation. As listed in the official Disneyland Resort rules, fireworks or other similarly explosive and or flammable objects, smoke machines or fog machines are prohibited. Guest behavior has gotten so out of control is what I'd like to say. In the past few years, the Disneyland Resort added a courtesy reminder to their no before you go page. That is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I mean, they don't even let smoking in the park. So what makes you, other than you're trying to get the perfect Instagram shot or the perfect TikTok video. And I am so tired of walking in the park. I mean, I haven't been to Disneyland yet, but I'm sure it's the same. But seeing all these people posing and I just want to walk right in front of them. And I do because I'm that kind of a jerk and just be like, "Bah!" I'm sorry. That was my little rant. Who's trying to bring fog machine? Fog machines. Who, who's bringing a fog machine? I got a 200 foot extension cord. This picture's going to be marvelous. Let me just plug it in at the Emporium. I don't care if anybody's going to trip over this cord. We're now, uh, we're turning into Paris, Disneyland Paris, where, oh, I might need to take a nap during the day, so I'm going to bring a full-size pillow so I can climb over a fence that says, do not walk and take a little nap. We're just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh. A sparkler. <laughs> How did they even get it in bag check? I mean, my sunglass case, for the love of pee. Always, always. And I need my sunglass case because they're prescription. I'd like to be able to see, but some ding dong brings in a sparkler. <laughs> I can't bring my prescription sunglasses. You can. You just have to hold them out in front of you. And some of the people, and some of them still feel like they need to frisk you and feel you da- pat you down. And you're like, right, because the, the very large woman with many medical devices and pills and dangerous. Right. I'm very dangerous. All right, let's go back to the other coast, to the Magic Kingdom in Orlando. A guest was caught and arrested for pickpocketing iPhones from guests. Director Alfonso Diaz was arrested and charged with third-degree grand theft and trespass on November 27th when he was found in the park with a bag containing three phones, a SIM card, two large portable chargers, and a silver Faraday bag, the bag that blocks cell phone signals, According to the Orange County Sheriff's report, two of the phones were put in airplane mode. One woman said her iPhone 14 was stolen from the front of her backpack that day and was able to get it back. According to the arrest report, her her phone was valued at $1,000. The report didn't indicate the owners of the other properties found in his possession. Alfonso Diaz, 33 of Orlando, denied stealing anything when he was confronted. He told law enforcement one phone was his and that the rest of the items he just found them walking around the theme park. (laughs) Diaz is part of a group of people that had caught Disney's attention for past troubles. The group that Diaz was with were all caught with large sums of money, technology, etc. And none of them had park tickets. So he sounds like like, like hackers, like tech tech nerds trying to get in and get people's cards and get information out of them. And, right, and putting it into airplane mode right away. Like we leave stuff in the strollers all the time, but I, I never leave my phone. I know, we talked about that. Um, and I don't know if you were on that show 
either one of you actually, when the the lady from out of the country wanted to ride a ride and her baby was asleep and she couldn't take the baby on the ride. So she just parked the stroller with the baby sleeping and we're like, what if they stole your baby? I mean, people, please use your common sense. But yeah, and this is gonna sound like judging a book by its cover because you said these sound like tech nerds, but these people looked sketchy. If I saw them, I'd been making sure they weren't following me. They just looked <laughs> scheduled, the whole group of them. But the one lady had like $2,000 on her. She just happened to have $2,000 and $2,000 was missing from somewhere in the park. Hmm. That's, you know, I mean, I generally don't wear pocketed pants when I'm in the park. So I wear stretchy pants because they're more comfortable. So I'm going to put my phone in the pocket of my I usually carry a lounge fly or something so it's going to be on my back and I'm not going to I mean notice if somebody's opened up that little back pocket and take that out but putting it in airplane mode means if you know I can't ask Mike or Michael hey track my iPhone right because it's in airplane mode this is a shame that you know you're putting a black cloud over the safety and security of the parks. Like, you know, a few places where you let your kids wander and just leave stuff, you're like, hey, who's gonna touch it? Like, these people are starting to learn that and they're gonna take advantage of it. It sounds terrible, but sometimes I will tuck it. Yeah. Up top. In your lady wear. <laughs> right. There's, there's room. <laughs> Michael makes fun of me, but I'm like, it's not going anywhere. Right. I, I did that. I did that when I think we rode Space Mountain or- Right a roller coaster and Joey's like, what are you doing? I'm like, um, I'm securely in here. It's not coming out the top and it's not going out the bottom. I'm good. And he's like, oh my gosh, mom. Nobody's grabbing for it. All right, my turn. At the Disney Springs Speedway, that um, gas station across the way from Disney Springs, it had more than $2,000 stolen when an overnight employee was apparently tricked by a fraudster posing as a company leader into putting money from the store's safe into a digital currency ATM where the money was stolen, according to a sheriff's report describing this bizarre grand theft case. On October 30th, a store employee named Eric was working the overnight shift when he got a call at 3 a.m. from somebody claiming to be his boss's boss, according to the Orange County Sheriff's incident report that was released just this month. The person on the phone sounded urgent. There was a FedEx rush delivery and an upcoming fire marshal inspection, the voice said, and Eric, 30, wrote down the invoice numbers and tracking numbers on a note that law enforcement found later. The voice also instructed Eric to, quote, send a picture of the fire extinguisher to make sure it was still valid and asked for pictures of the safe and all of the money in the safe. Eric sent the pictures, end quote, the sheriff's report said. Then the voice on the phone wanted money. Again, this was an emergency for the Speedway company, the voice insisted. Eric first attempted to use his own partner's federal credit union card to pay toward the Mexican bank account. Eric's transactions were unable to be processed because his, bans, his bank canceled his request. The suspect then told Eric that he needed to leave the store and go toward the nearest bit stop, the sheriff's report said. Eric takes the money from the safe and leaves the speedway unattended. The suspect said he would have the local law enforcement monitor the store while he was away. 
coincidentally as Eric leaves, an Orange County deputy sheriff walks into the unattended store. According to the deputy's call log, he remained on a check at the store from 3.58 to 5.30 a.m., abandoning the store. Eric drove to a mobile gas station on South Apopka Vineland Road, which had a Bitcoin ATM, and Eric deposited more than $2,000 of the store's money. It was too late to get the money back when Eric realized the caller on the phone wasn't a Speedway supervisor and law enforcement had been notified. Now I'm going to try this. Tirabuan Pechamand, the Speedway store manager, was alerted was alerted something was wrong when an employee called him at 5.30 a.m. and said the store had been left unattended overnight and the doors were unsecured, the report said. Wow. <laughs> There's so much about this story that's fishy. Yeah, that sounds like an inside job. Or Eric is not the sharpest tech on the board. I want to know how old Eric is. Did they say he was 30? Oh, yeah, I think it said he was 30. Yeah. Okay, then he's not the sharpest tool in the shed. And I no. don't want to and I don't want to say anything about people that are older than even me, but they lived in a different time where you just trust people. And my mom has been hacked so many times on Facebook and she just doesn't get it. We keep telling her it doesn't matter if it's a Bible verse. If this hacker wants to hack your Facebook page, they'll attach yourself to a Bible verse. They know that people are naive and they're going to do that. And she just continues to do it. And if you if you're my mom's Facebook friend, I apologize because I'm sure you read lots of things that you're like, just like she also thinks, and this is a lot of people too, that are over 70 years old. They think if they read the post, they have to comment or like on it. No, no <laughs> one knows you read it. So it's okay. It's not offensive to anybody. It's not like you're looking at the person and not listening to them. It's like you're reading it. You don't have to respond. They don't know. But yeah, but if anybody calls you a lot or for most, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, it is not the people they say they are asking you for like social security number, phone oh. number. Don't give that stuff out. And I mean, my husband, when he worked a second job, he worked overnight by himself at an on-the-run gas station. And the first rule of working a gas station overnight is you don't... Leave the gas station. You don't leave the gas station. How did he go to the bathroom? Well, I mean, he, you you could. I mean, he could lock the door and put a sign up saying back in five minutes. Or I mean, there are ways around it. And, and to be honest, I... I used to work at Disney downtown Disney slash Disney Springs. Right. And I back when Pleasure Island was a thing, I would work till one or two in the morning if I picked up an overtime shift. Or sometimes I would be at Pleasure Island till one or two in the morning. And we would go back. I mean, it used to be an Exxon before it was a speedway. I mean, it that gas station has been there for 30 years. Um I can't say that. I mean, I don't remember it being terribly busy, but I mean, there would be people that would go there. So that's why I'm surprised it could sit for two hours without somebody other than a sheriff. Yeah. Somebody not stopping in for a cup of coffee or to use the restroom or, you know, certainly there are people coming in from the airport or heading to the airport or coming into Somebody is stopping at that gas station between the hours of 2.58 and 5.30 in the morning are people who are just getting to work or coming. I mean, because Disney is 20. When you're sleeping at the resort, 
there are still people driving around right working even the security cast members driving around so i'm surprised that that gas station i'm sorry 358 in the morning i'm surprised it was an hour and a half that nobody other than a sheriff knew that that gas station was left alone i think matt's right it does sound like inside job like i mean these guys it was they got the perfect patsy that you know like right i mean he tried to use his own debit card i mean partners federal credit union that's disney's credit union you know hurry up take all the money in the store and throw it into the the ethernet Bitcoin? bitcoin like i'd be like i don't know man uh, let me let me get a hold uh, and that's the other thing your your manager is the one you call yeah yeah i mean it, it they said that it was his boss's boss well yeah let me you know i'm not the one in charge of this store let me call someone who is and what boss's boss calls you at 250 or 358 in the morning for an emergency fire marshal meeting like those things are scheduled and <laughs> And what FedEx is going to deliver, it just, <laughs> none of this adds up. Poor Eric. I mean, God love him. He isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but... Eric needs to cut grass. <laughs> his, his, his paycheck's going to be garnished for a while. Yeah. At $2,000 and whatever was probably taken from the store from three fifty. Well, I don't know. They had a sheriff there, so hopefully nothing got taken from the store. Yep, they just get more hilarious. So this next one, we're back at the Magic Kingdom and this was a story told by a cast member. So a guest was at Magic Kingdom in Orlando boarding the teacups. And for whatever reason, he decided not to take his backpack into the cup with him. And the cast member said, we don't really say anything because there are other parks that don't allow you to take your bags. You put them to the side and then you ride the ride and then you get them. Well, there was a lady in line and she decided that the reason he didn't want to take the bag with him was because there was an explosive device inside of it. And she was wigging out and caused such a scene that they had to call security system before they could let the ride um, commence. So all these people are sitting in their little teacups waiting to go spinning around and around um, while this lady's throwing a big thing. Security comes, looks in the backpack. Nope. No explosive devices, just a crazy woman crying wolf. Yeah, talk about screaming fire in a crowded theater. Like, he forgot his backpack. It must be a bomb. It, he couldn't just be, you know, in the Disney days and forgot his backpack. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, you forgot your backpack. Nice nice work, lady. Maybe I shouldn't post on this show. My blood pressure is just <laughs> like, I need to take an extra blood pressure pill on these episodes. Yeah, the one from the board, from the... From the beach club, I was I'd like take some deep breaths. I was like, "This is gonna be heated." Woo! People are going crazy. <laughs> oh, it just it just gets better. It just gets better, folks. All right. An international guest was visit, visiting Magic Kingdom in Orlando. He's really looking forward to riding the classic Space Mountain. Who who doesn't? We all love the ride. Only one problem: he had a toddler with him. Damn kids! Toddler out isn't tall enough to ride. So he puts the toddler into a bag and zips it up. He proceeds to get in line and waited to board the ride. When he got to the front of the line, cast member asked, he opened up the bag, sir? And he's like, nah, guest refused. Security's called. The guest was forced to open up the bag. And when they saw the toddler, needless to say, the man didn't get to ride Space Mountain. 
he got in trouble for the endangerment of the child. Uh, he better got arrested for that. Like, all right, Timmy, you be quiet. I'm gonna stuff you in the front of the car. Was he gonna leave the bag there? Or was he gonna put it on the on the ride? Like, no, he was trying to get on the ride with it. I have a hard enough time, like with sometimes even my fanny pack on Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, like how, how I want to see the size of this guy. Like my lounge fly sometimes has a hard enough time. <laughs> I couldn't imagine trying to shove a toddler. That's that one. That's up there. That one's pretty. I mean, people sneaking kids in in strollers, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, no, I'm going to cram you in the cup holder of the ride, essentially. It's an obedient child that will just go in a bag without making noise. Yes, daddy. <laughs> I wonder if there was Benadryl involved. Yeah. Maybe he said, I'll buy you a Mickey ice cream if you be sure. I would sooner ask a family, hey, can you watch my kid for 20 minutes so I can ride this ride? Right. I'll buy you all ice cream. Or there's a thing called rider swap. Yeah. Well, he's, it sounds like he's by himself. I think he Unless was, by, he was himself. by himself. He better have been, because his wife was with him and they did that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both idiots. Oh, people, people, people. Maybe there should be an IQ test to buy a park pass. No, it's children. <laughs> to be a child. I mean, to be a parent. Right. We talk about that and we quote uh, Keanu Reeves from Parenthood, the movie with Steve Martin years ago. Oh. When, mm -hmm. And he said... You have to have a license to drive. You have to have a license to fish, but they'll give anybody a, um, a child. He said, something's wrong with that. I cleaned <laughs> it up a little bit. He had a little, some dirty version in there, but you get the point. Indeed. That movie was awesome. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, no. One naval grad took his Epcot drinking way too far when his drunken brain decided it would be a great idea to go backstage. <laughs> Backstage is just the is the area just for cast members at the park, but 23-year-old Austin Devon Hill figured he'd waltz right in and steal a cargo work cart. Hill punched an employee who tried to stop him from entering backstage, punched another employee who tried to stop him from taking the cart, and then hit a female employee in the face with a PVC pipe. If this were an action movie, that might be sort of badass. Instead, he was a grown man at a park for children who harmed free innocent people during his needless drunken mission to get a cargo cart. Way to go, Hill. At least the kids at Epcot that day learned the dangers of drinking too many vodka slushes. I went on a rampage. <laughs> I hope that, I mean, that dude, tell me that guy got arrested. Yeah, I, I'd like to know what happened there was no follow-up on it. That's what I thought was interesting. I mean, you're cracking people with weapons, you know, hitting a, you know, 20, these 20 year olds. 23, come on people. Yeah. You're ruining your life. And it's always, there's always booze involved and they're overserved. Like, you know, I get you on vacation and you want to party, but man. Right, I have to wonder like, I mean, I do enjoy an occasional beverage when I go to Epcot, but I mean, when you're 23 and I'm yeah. like, do they just keep serving and serving? Cause they figure you're just yeah. gonna hop the Skyliner and like crash at your hotel. They don't keep track of how many drinks right. you have. Right, they're, they're, it's not like, not like you're at home and I don't know. Oh, Austin. <laughs> Those things aren't easy to drive sober. I've driven them backstage back in my phantasmic days, and they're not easy to drive sober. 
it was a conquest. Who knows? Right, right. It must have been, you know, the PVC pipe, like a lightsaber. Was this a TikTok challenge or was that before then? Right. That's one heck of a challenge. Just like, hey, commit grand, commit grand theft auto and assault. Go. Well, so the TikTok challenge, and again, I don't remember if you guys were on the show, but I was talking to Stephanie about it because the tortilla challenge, you guys know that one? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> Where you let the kids slap you with the tortilla and oh, see how yes, long yes, you yes, last. Yes. Okay, so our principal thought she was doing this great idea by putting these plastic dots on the ground, not stickers, plastic like what they use for PE, kind of like um, a base for baseball, but it's more for like an indoor game. So anyway, she puts the dots in every row for our parent pickup kids to sit on so they know where their bottom should be and so they stay properly separated. I come in the very first day and they have those up doing the tortilla challenge with the plastic thing that is much harder than a tortilla. I see, those are pretty heavy. Right, and so I said to her, you're probably wondering why the dots are not on the ground. Have you heard of the tortilla challenge? And she was like, nope. And I told her and she said, for goodness sakes, okay, thank you for t- picking up the plastic dots. Cause I was just like, we're just giving them more weapons. What are we, what are we doing? Let's make our kids innocent again. Yes. I'll go for that. World's going crazy, say it ain't so. That's right. And I'm going to take another blood pressure pill before I go to bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's been entertaining for sure. Just drink a little glass of wine. It'll relax you. People be crazy. People, yeah. I just sometimes think, did you dream this up? Because some things, somebody's like, I never would have thought of that. I said, that's what I say. But apparently someone sat there and thought it up. <laughs> so... Uh, This was just a compilation of some of the crazy that we found at Disney and it was too much not to do a show. Um, And I thank Chrissy and Matt for joining me for the crazy. We hope it was entertaining, but we also hope it was educational so that maybe someone will learn from someone else's mistakes. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) A few final reminders, reminders before we sign off. If you are interested in being a guest on our show, or if you have a question or comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text Vicki, Matt, or myself, Chrissy, at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, or our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mouse Capades and More podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>